Hey y'all, welcome to It's a Religion, circa January 17th. This is uh, Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And we are here and we exist to promote the word of God, to promote the truth, to promote objective truth that our society seems to want to shy away from today because they're not being taught the word of God because we took prayer out of school. We took respect for the Bible out of school. We took uh, Christians did not fight back, basically succumbed to secular humanism and humanistic ideals, uh, even in the church in a big way. Um, where we see churches now with uh, female pastors, we see churches with um, LGBTQ uh, promotion and acceptance. Uh, you know, we see all kinds of ungodly things because we're not following the word that he gave us, the word of God, the Bible. And you can debate, you know, nuances about it and certain things for sure, because it's not perfectly understandable in the English language because we don't have the <clears throat> correct reference maybe to 2,000 years ago and what Greek words specifically mean and you know words can change meaning too at time so but it's what we have and God is true though every man is a liar or let God be true though every man is a liar um you know, he has given us everything that we need in his word and through his spirit to learn and grow into the men and women of God we're supposed to be. And so we really need to look no further than his word. Um, it's good to have preaching around the word to help with understanding, to help bring clarity. Um, but men are fallible creatures as well. And it doesn't mean... Um, you know, the best preacher can make a mistake once in a while because he's human. He's not God. So go to the word, do as the Bereans do, exercise it, look into it, pray about it, give it to God. Um, and he will lead you to all truth. The Holy Spirit, it says, will lead and guide you to all truth. And you have to want it, folks. God isn't going to... Uh, knock you over the head with it that's not the way he works at least it seems to me with the exception of paul's case he pretty much knocked him over the head with it but he had a specific thing he wanted paul to do um you know in today's day and age we have so much access to information and so much access to god's word and the truth and yet there's we're probably the least biblical that we've ever been as a people uh, on this planet which I find very interesting, but you have more, uh, excuse me, more things working against God's word than ever before, too. Satan is definitely not sat on the sidelines. Um, he's actively at it. So we are here at It's a Religion reading through God's word because we want to promote the truth. We want people to know what is there, what is, uh, it's amazing, you know. Again, there's still things in the Old Testament that I read and I go, ooh. But, but God, 
right? I don't know what his purpose was in some of this, some of these things that don't make sense to me in our day and age, but yet we live in a different day and age. You know, this is 4,000 years ago when they came out of um, Egypt. Or 3,000. I don't remember the exact time frame, but that was a long time ago. And so I don't know, you know, cultures were different. Understanding was different. Um, Certainly different than our culture today. It's been completely feminized. Um, And it's, yeah, it's entirely different than what what uh, what was done back then so let's let's keep going I don't want to get on a rabbit trail here this morning we are in Exodus 24 we have read uh, beginning in Genesis 1 1 God created the heavens and the earth that is the starting point for all life folks and if you don't believe that and don't trust in that you have a problem just flat out you need to trust in that. You need to trust in the historicity of Genesis and the scientificness of Genesis. Um, you know, God supernaturally healed people when he was here on this planet walking around as the son, Jesus. And there is no reason he couldn't uh, form the worlds and the universe and all this stuff if he truly is God. And so you either trust in that and the written account we have of that or a bowl of soup 2 million years ago or 10 million or 100 million or whatever it is. And it's pathetic to me that people will put their faith and trust in everything came from nothing without any help. It just happened. Really. Okay. Exodus 24. Then the Lord instructed Moses, come up here to me and bring along Aaron, Nabab, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 of the Israel's elders. All of you must worship from a distance. Only Moses is allowed Hang on a minute. I'm reading the wrong one. Moses alone shall come near to the Lord, but the others shall not come near, and the people shall not come up with him. Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the rules, and all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words that the Lord has spoken we will do. <clears throat> always starts out good, doesn't it? It's kind of like uh, when you commit to a diet or exercising. And the, Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. He rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and 12 pillars according to the 12 tribes of Israel. That's why we need endurance, people. And he sent young men of the people of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings and offerings of oxen to the Lord. So why did people have to do that? Why did you have to offer offerings to God he hasn't called for that yet to my knowledge and Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins and half the blood he threw against the altar then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people and they said all that the Lord has spoken we will do and we will be obedient and Moses took the blood and threw it on the people and behold the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with these words so in the New Testament, that becomes wine. Jesus shares wine as a representation of his blood. Then Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu and 70 of the elders of Israel went up and they saw the Lord God of Israel. There was under his feet, as it were, a pavement of sapphire stone like the very heaven for clearness. 
And he did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel, and they beheld God and ate and drank. And the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and wait there, that I may give you the tablets of stone with the law and the commandment which I have written for their instruction. So Moses rose with his assistant, Joshua, and Moses went up to the mountain of God, and he said to the elders, Wait here for us until we return to you. And behold, Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever has a dispute, let him go to them. Then Moses went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord dwelt on the mountain, Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in sight of the people of Israel. Moses entered the cloud and went up on the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. So I don't know I ever noticed that before. But it talks about after he read this and he took 70 of the elders of Israel and they saw the God of Israel. There was under his feet as it were a pavement of sapphire stone like the very heaven for clearness. And he did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel. They beheld God and ate and drank hmm so apparently they could see him I didn't uh, from a distance at least there was under his feet as it were a pavement of sapphire stone like the very heaven for clearness man that would have been incredible to see but I know it says in other places that God, you know, someone to look on God would die instantly. And, uh, interesting. Um, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked here. Lord God Almighty, thank you for this day. Thank you for a new day and a day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it and be thankful. So if you don't know, the Lord, I encourage you, open a Bible, read the book of John as a starting point, um, and then go back through the whole Bible and, and get to know him. But uh, those of you, do be encouraged. You're in the right place. You just got to endure. You got to continue to trust and not trust in what the world's trying to tell you and sell you because it will tear you down and take you apart at some point. So hey, have a great day, folks. Thank you, Lord, for the small things Like me and her on a porch swing For summer nights and fireflies And the sound of my old six-string Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs And that's all I need to get down on my knees And be thankful for all that he's done For my mom.